Okay, so let's get going. I'm going to start from the Gemara Yud Bays. Uh, let's do quickly from. Yeah, we'll start from the four lines from the bottom, Amr of Ashi. Amr of Ashi, quickly, just Chazad Gemara, and then we'll see the new Gemara. So just to recap, we were holding, so the Gemara had a, had a Memra from Rav Yaakov that he heard from Rav Yechanan, that he heard the reasons for, am I, is it clear? That's all clear? What? Comes and goes. Comes and goes. I, I, I feel like there's some feedback over here, so I'm wondering if that. So, low system resource may affect the audio quality. Not sure what that means. What did he say? He wanted an update. Yeah. Let me try that. This is the I don't know. Okay, if it's, if it's not clear, I'm gonna, I've had this before. I'll, I'll jump in and come back in. Let's try. Okay. So let, me, let me know if it's not clear. So, again, Rav Yechanan, I said this member that we had the idea behind our Mishnah that the assumption was our Mishnah is a din of Gzeriseitzer only, which is din Drabanan. And we had the case of Chaita Begadosh, we have the haystack, you dig out the bottom. That was the Psalderaisa of Taslam and Asi. So the Gemara asks, who said? That means both cases you really could learn either way. Our mission you could learn is the Psalderaisa. In other words, if the exact case happened that a person actually came home from work and took his, his bundles, put them on top of the schach for the sake of Yibush, sake of drawing out, <coughs> that would have Xerus I'm sorry, that would be actually Psalderaisa, Taslam and Asi. And then he decides afterwards he wants to make it now use it for the sukkah. That's a psalder isa. And chayta begadish, the case of the haystack, would be the same thing. You pulled out the bottom of the haystack, you picked up the top, which makes it actually kosher, and still going to say it's possible because it's there's So either one could fit. That's Gemara's kasher right now. Amr Ravashi. Atu. Chavidu kasher, chavidu eitzim. Shum gzeris eitzer ikka. Shum taslam and asi laka. Is it only going to be because gzeris eitzer that it makes sense that it's possible? And now, mishum taslam and asi? The chayta begadish. Only can be understood that it's an issue of Taslam and Asi and not an issue of Xerisaitzer. You can really go both ways around. It means both cases, as we explained, you can go and have the our case be Psalder Isa, that case be Psalder Rabbanan. And the Gemara says the way we got there from was from as follows. Which is a pretty weak language. So again, the Gears of Tesis was not like a Tchila, but Tchila, Hudei Mesachim, and Mishnah Gzeris Haitzer. It's only telling you that it's a din, a lower level of Gzin Din Drabanan, which is Gzeris Haitzer. Hadraisa Shaper Dami, but Dreisa is going to be totally fine. Hasam Ditani, ain't a sukkah, I feel the avid. When intelligence is not a sukkah at all, it's even, probably we said, we said Tesis Lachar wasn't Gers, those words either, but I mean, Dreisa Nami in a sukkah. Dreisa level is also not a sukkah, and that's the. Difference in the language of Ena Sukkah versus Ena Sachem, and 
to point out and show you that one's a clear psal, which is going to be even deraisa, and one's a lower level psal, which is only deraisa. Okay. Now we got to the new Gemara, which we started just quickly last time. It's a totally new new point. Gemara gives two interesting cases. A person used the male type of arrows, which was said it was an arrow, really an arrow head, that the that the um, it didn't have a base keyboard, didn't have anything which which you could stick it into, but it stuck out and it went into the other part, which was which had a hole in it. Kshiritz kosher, and the reason simply is because even though it's a keli. But it's called pshute kliates. Pshute kliates means it doesn't have a place to accept anything. It doesn't have a place to hold anything. It's 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 a flat piece of wood, which maybe is a keli. It could be in this case it's a keli. It's an arrowhead, but it's not considered to be makabel toma because pshute kliates is not makabel toma, and therefore Gemara says it's kosher for sukkah. It's not makabel toma. But in the keves, which is the opposite, it has the place of base kibel, which you can stick in. The other side of the of the stick, which goes the area goes into, and therefore it's not pshut It actually is a regular clay keyboard because it has something which you can <coughs> fill in. When it says that is absula, that's possible. And the chayyim pasha because it's a keli, and a keli is not considered kosher for tzach. Just it's a side point. But I, I happened to to when I was doing this. I, I was I, went, I, I noticed Tesfus. Tesfus does make a differentiation that certain pshutikliyot, certain flat pshutikliyot are puzzled drab are It's a side point. Um, it's probably relevant just to to, to know throughout Shas Tesfus and second Tesfus He points out that there are dashanachtaimin, which is a baker's board. Baker's board is flat. Doesn't have any base keyboard. And Tesfus says that there's a Marmba Abbasur, it says there's Makabal Tumid Rabbanan, but he says this is not Makabal Tumid at all. Again, doesn't explain why Tesfus over here, but something just to keep in mind that even though it seems to be that standard Pshute creates, again, a flat piece of wood, even if it's a Kaili, this is clearly a Kaili, and so is the case of Dashan Achtem, which is a baker's board, it's a flat board, so both are not Makabal Tumid because they're not considered to be a <coughs> base keyboard. But this arrow is not Mekabotom um, at all. There are cases, obviously, Tesis points out, that Mekabotom and Rabbana. Just a, a side point to keep in mind regarding Pshutik Okay, but regardless, Gemara says these two Allahs. So you have these arrows which had a base kibel that is Mekabotom because the regular Kali and therefore it's possible of as opposed to the arrows which are the opposite, those are going to be kosher because they're not Mekabotom. Says the Gemara, Pshita, Zacharim, Kshayra, Pshita, of course. What, what exactly is the Chiddush? It's a non, it's a non-Makabotoma. And why in the world should that be possible? Gemara says, you're right. Because we know there's another type of arrowhead that is does have a base keyboard, not not so easily differentiated. The average person may not, might not understand the difference between which arrowhead you're dealing with. And he sees you put these arrowheads <coughs> on your sukkah. He's not going to understand the difference between Zacharim and Akavis. To him, they all look the same. Isn't, and therefore, you might think it's a Gezeira that would say they're, pos- they're partial. Kamash Milan. Now, I was thinking, I, I, the Gemara doesn't explain why their Taki is no Gezeira. I, I, I certainly could hear, it sounds like a very logical Gezeira. And again, it's, it's obviously the wisdom of Chazal 
when they felt necessary to be gazer, when not to, is obviously somewhat beyond us to understand you know, exactly when they would feel necessary to be gazer, when, when not. Obviously, they felt there's, not, there's, there's enough differentiation that's not going to be confused. That's how I would say simply I, that, that they, they understood. The average person does know and does see clearly a differentiation between one that has a base keyboard and one that doesn't, and therefore they didn't feel the necessity of making zero. That's what I would say simply. But again, I don't, I don't know, you know, again, to know exactly when and where Chazal made zero is certainly very difficult to understand the, the depth of the wisdom of Chazal. But that's what I would say simply is that people do understand and are able to easily differentiate between the two. So that's the Chiddush. Kamash Malan, Ilamekik is Gemara says, Benikavis psula pshita. That's also pashat. It's a regular base kibel. You can stick something inside of it. You can it holds things. Why in the world should that be kosher v'schach? Gemara says, Mao detema base kibel also lamalis lishmei bekibel kamash malon. That it's true, it's a base kibel, <coughs> but it's not meant to stay empty. It's actually meant to be filled. It's meant to go and stick the 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 stick part into it, and that's meant to stay. Taste Rashi points out, it's made to actually stay. Mil oilam, that's Rashi language, it's to stay forever. Maybe, you know, here and there you take it out, maybe to store it, but it's certainly meant to stay indefinitely in there. And if so, I can hear a strong story to say that it's not considered to be a base cable. Because the base cable, which, which is Ostilamalis, which is considered to be filled, is not considered a base cable. Kabash will know that we do consider it to be a, a regular base cable. That means even though it's going to be filled up, and even though it's going to be something which is not going to stay um, empty, it's going to, it's, going to, it's going to be filled. But Lamaisa, it is something which is, right now is empty, and inherently it's empty. And inherently it's two parts. There's the, 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 the arrowhead part, and there's the stick part. Inherently it's two things. One is us, is, is, has a base keyboard. That's the chitzen part. And therefore the halach is that it is not, that it is, that it is, it's a keli, and therefore not kashavashach. And the fact that it has the normal, Procedure of it is normally to fill up does not change the status of this chitzim. Once I'm sorry. So it's it's a good point. Rashi Rashi sounds like even when it's actually connected, it's still inherently two pieces, and therefore we, we look at it we look at it separately. L'chayra. That's what, that's what Rashi sounds like. So even though right now it's connected, because Rashi's language was it was a milu oilam, and it was not going to be emptied out. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know if you have a riot from Rashi. It's a good point. If you have a riot from Rashi, that arrowhead I, is a pebble to itself anyway. No, I can't hear it. The what? Arrowhead yeah. is probably metal, and that's probably makabel tuma by itself. We're talking about the the shaft of the arrow. The shaft, oh, right? The, the the holder, whatever it's called, right? Well, the whole the long stick part. Right, right. Right. So if that has the base cable, and you plug in the arrowhead, both parts are makabel tuma. Okay, but the question is, what Chaim is asking is, maybe the stick part is not Makabal Tum. No, but, but let's say the outer, outer head, you're right, the, the metal part is Makabal Tum. Let's say the wood part is not Makabal Tum now, so most of it's wood. And the outer part is a small, the outer head is a small part of it. In the case where 
where the arrow is the zahar. Correct. And and the, right and and the the stick is the, the stick is is the the cave part, which really is puzzle. So Chaim let's see, let's say it's now together. Interesting. You're saying for 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 schach, you would say that. I think you're, in terms of like uh, tuma tahara, like if you have uh, metal versus wood, metal and wood kali is a question of what serves what. And I think the arrowhead is probably mm-hmm. the ichor in this case. But uh, probably I would think that would be a problem in terms of tuma tahara. You say even you say even the wood part when it was connected might be considered to be makabel tuma because it's bottled to the arrowhead. That's interesting. So you, know, like, you have the, the shaft over the the. Sur- let's say let's say no but i, I, I hear i hear your point that maybe we look at it as one entity and the entity itself is considered macabotoma because it's all considered to be after the metal that's an interesting point it's an interesting point so then that it's i mean lamaisa that's a good point because that's where the chaim's dig was the gemara is talking about a case of we're using just the chitzim which again is the is the the wood part of it not the metal part. It's all you're dealing with. More doesn't really discuss when you have it together. But I hear it, it could be. It could be. It's, it's going to be totally as one entity and gets then Kabbalah's uh, tumah regardless. That's a good point. Okay, let's see weiter. Is this the new Gemara? I'm Rabbi Avchanan Ravichanan. Sicha banitze pishtan psula. Vuhutsni Pishtan Ksheira. Vuhushni Pishtan Inyadeya. Mahu. So there's three types of flax here. There is Anitsi Pishtan, there's Hutsni Pishtan, and Hushni Pishtan. Now what exactly are these three things? So Rashi says these are three stages of the flax process. Three different stages of the flax process. Now the stage of the process, I mean we can look at Rashi just uh, Rashi says in Anitze Pishtan, Rashi says, after the final stage, which is the combing. The combing sounds like the final stage to make it into usable flax material. That was the combing stage. And therefore, Anitze is after that was done also, and therefore that's considered to be fully um, ready um, to, be, to be used. And Rashi says, a cloud, when you have a beged or any material which is fully ready to be used, the halach is that's matama benigoyim, matama tumas ligoyim. Like we know that tumas ligoyim is one of the things that it applies to is a beged clothing. So if it has the status of full full fledged material, that could be considered tumas <coughs> ligoyim. So anitze pishtan has that full fledged pishtan, full fledged flax. It's 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 even combed already. That's considered to be the um, we we'll call it the the final stage. Now. Let's let's just see the other ones. And we'll, we'll we'll put them all together. Hutzni, um, Rashi says that's kamoisha <coughs> gadol. That's as it grows. It means you cut the flax from the ground, and you didn't do it. It sounds like there was a a soaking process, and then there was also a whacking process. I'm not sure. There's probably a better word for that than whacking. Um, beating, whatever you call. Uh, uh, they, there was a machteshes, which was some sort of like a, like a beater that they used to beat it with. So it sounds like there's four steps to this process. You cut it down, you soak it, you beat it, and then you comb it. So hutzni is neither. 
Nothing is done to it. It's just cut off the ground. Obviously, if it's attached to the ground, it's possible for sure. So that's not the Chiddush. This thing is it's detached from the ground, but it's going to be the in, in the stage of before it was soaked and before it was beaten with this beater, which probably made it and, and took off the impurities and probably made it be finer, whatever exactly it, it did to it. Not a... Uh, Exactly how it made it into usable flax. Now, Vahushni is obviously somewhere in between. Okay, so there's the two extremes. There's the Hutzni, where it was not processed at all, just cut from the ground. There's the Anitse Pishtan, where it's fully processed, even up to the combing. And the Hushni is somewhere in between. And the Gemara says, quotes of Yechanan, I don't know what that is. Vahushni Pishtan, any Yodea Mahu. Vahushni Atzman, any Yodea. And the Moshe says that the, um, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what exactly, if, first, the Moshe says, I'm not sure if it's kosher apostle. And the Moshe says, I'm not even sure what Rebbe was referring to when he referred to Hushni. What did he mean? What stage of the process was referring to? So again, I'm Rebbe fully processed flax, psula. It's, it's, it's Makabal Toma, it's fully processed, and therefore it's going to be able to be used um, as, as an Atama Tomas Negoyim, and therefore it's going to be Pasal is unprocessed, totally unprocessed flax, kosher, because that's not considered makabal toma. It's not makabal tomas negayim because it's still unprocessed flax, and therefore it's kosher. Vahushni pishtan yodea. Now I don't know what the halach is. Vahushni pishtan is it kosher or pasal? Is it makabal toma or not? And the Gemara says on top of that, vahushni pishtan yodea. I'm not even sure what that was. Which stage that was that referring to? Which stage was Avirchan referring to when he called it vahushni pishtan? That he said it was going to be any day. I'm not sure what the halach is. What stage was it in? And Gemara says as follows: What what is the shaila? Gemara says, Manavshach. What did what did he what did he mean? Which which way did do you go in Rav Yechanan's um, kavana? Right. What what did he mean in his kavana? E daik v'loynafitz. Did he mean it was the beaten stage? But not, um, not, um, combed. Nafetz is combed. Hushni karile. That would be called Hushni. Aval. Tori v'loidayik. If it's soaked, so, um, soaked in the, in the, in the water. But not beaten. Hushni karile. That would be Hushni, which means that would be unprocessed. And that's like nothing. That's one possibility. Oidoma. Tori v'loidayik. When it is soaked, but not beaten. Nami Yushikar is also called Bihushni, which is this in-between stage. In other words, so how, <coughs> in other words, Hushni is somewhere in the middle. And there's two stages in the middle, which we're dealing with. There's the stage of, of, of soaked, and then the stage of beaten. So it sounds like you cut it, you soaked it, you beat it, and then you combed it. Those are the stages of the, of the flax. So we know if you just cut it, definitely not a If we did cut it, Soak it, beat it, comb it. For sure, it's makabel tumma. Definitely is considered. How about if you cut it and all you did was you soaked it? Is that considered to be still unprocessed? Now it's makabel tumma, and therefore it's going to be for sure okay. And the next stage, which is soaked and beaten, is a question. Still, the question is that considered to be which way do we go? Or is even the stage of when it was when it was soaked going to be a question? Is that considered to be 
this middle stage. So basically, we're unclear. Reichenan was unclear, and we're unclear in Reichenan. So Reichenan said, "I don't know the halacha if it's kosher or pasul." We don't even know what he meant when he said, "I'm not sure." Did he mean the case of where one step was done, but not the other step? That even that he's misspoken about, or no? In that case, where just the soaking was done, it's still not considered fully processed. And that also he would say it's pasul is not makabel tomo. His question was, we left it to suffer, it was when it has two, soaking and beating, that's when he was questioned, and the more is, is, is unsure about that. So let's see, let's see again inside. Amr Psula. If you did, you which again is this fully processed, fully processed means cut, soaked, beaten, combed. Then it's possible. Definitely considered to be Makabo Toma, as Rashi says, Thomas Nagoim, and therefore it's not considered to be Kosher Veschach. Bootsne Pishtan Kshera. Totally unprocessed, just cut, but not, but nothing else done to it, it definitely is Kosher. Voshni Pishtan Yadea. When it has this in between stage, we're not sure what that means, but in the in between stage, I'm not sure what the halach is. And the Gemara comments on that. Vushni asked me, and I'm not sure what Rechina was even referring to when he referred to Hushni. What did he refer to? Manashach, what did he mean? E Dayak, Vilanafitz, Hushni Karalei. Do we say that Dayak, when it was soaked, Vilanafitz, when it was, but it was not um, um, beaten? I'm sorry, Dayak means it was beaten, but not, not combed. It was being not combed. Hushni Karalei, that's called Hushni, that's his in between, because it was, it was already beaten. Avotari Vilay Dayak. But if it was a case where it was soaked but not beaten, that's called hutzni, that's unprocessed, and if it's not considered to be a problem and if it's definitely not considered to be a problem for schach, I don't know. When it's soaked and not beaten, it's also called hutzni, which would be it's in between unclear stage, and we're not sure. The Gemara really leaves this as a question um, in both of those points, which means basically both stages I have a question on. Because when you have either just soaked or soaked and beaten, both of them are a question, because one's a question for sure, when it's soaked and beaten, it's, it's hushni, it's definitely hushni, and even though when it's when it's soaked and not beaten, maybe it's considered to be non, unprocessed, but the one says, maybe that's called hushni, so it leaves it as a question, and therefore the heart is not going to be able to be used for schach, we're not sure what the halach is regarding that, and if we have to assume that it's possible for schach. Okay. Fine. I'm getting a little bit of a uh, tutorial in different uh, processes of growing material. So that was the tutorial regarding flax. Come on, that continues. Amarav Yehuda. Hani Shushi Vishavsari. When you have these Shushi and Shavsari, Misachemen. You can use them Vishach. Abaya says, my taima versus why not? Kivon de misachin. I'm sorry, my taima. I'm sorry, kivon de sorry. Since it gets kivon de sorry, rechayu shavik luvenafik. So what's going? on? What is this talking about? So Rashi says that shushin shivtsri doesn't explain what they are. I mean, he does say it in French. I don't know. I don't have any French um, background, so I'm not sure if someone maybe has uh, English on that on what. Playa and Aniza is. Anyone? English on that? 
Fern and Artemisia herbs. Fern? Ferns. Okay, Fern at least you heard of. Artemisia herbs. No, I don't know. Okay. Expect to know what that is. Okay. Fine. Not not familiar. So we're just going to translate it as, as Rashi has some French translation. Verta. Playa and, and Arnisa. Rashi says basically these are a type of vegetables. But the Gemara says they're not edible to, to they're not edible for human consumption. That's that's the main now I don't, the the fern that I'm familiar with is not a vegetable. Uh, I, don't want to call, it's, I think it's more like a grass, right? I think so. I'm not I'm not sure. Rashi does call it clearly a vegetable. Mindy Rockers Rashi says, and Rashi says it has wide leaves and it grows in the forest. Again, I'm not sure exactly what. Um, I mean, even if it's herbs, herbs doesn't sound like Iraqis. Iraqis normally translates as a vegetable. So interesting. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, but we'll just accept, take Rashi's word for it, that it's a vegetable, which is not considered to be edible. So now we know that things that are food are makabotoma. That's, that's a basic rule in Kabbalah's Toma. If it's not edible, it's not makabotoma. It's not, it doesn't have a status of, of an eichel, of a food, and that would not give it shnei Kabbalah's Toma. So, Amar Yudah, Hani Shushi V'Shivtsuri M'sachim it's not a food, doesn't have a status for Michael Adam, and therefore can be used for schach. Abayah says, no, you can use shushi, you can't use shivtsuri. So my timer, it says, since it is, it, it smells, sorry, Rechayu, has a, has a bad smell, you're going to leave it, and we're going to leave the, the, the sukkah. Now, we had this earlier similar halacha about Dira Surcha. Right? When you had something which is <coughs> sticking in there, it was more physically bumping you on the head. At right? the case of we had the sukkah, which is good tvach, and we're going to your head, which is similar lushan, right? But here it's more about it's the actual um, smell of it. And the mercy sounds like it's a smell which people, the average person, won't be able to uh, withstand that. And therefore, it's going, to be, it's going to be a problem. Now, I saw a, a, a fascinating halacha that the the um, the Ram, the Ramah points out it's really brought down in in um, in Rishonim that according to this Svara, it's actually the psalm schach, it's actually psalm in the walls as well, which which is fascinating. But once you say there's a, there's a din to have walls, which you know there is, and it's true they can make for any material. And here's a fascinating thing: it's the Borei Shachan that if you have a wall which is um, smells bad. And it gives off a, a terrible odor. So the Ramah Paskins, it's, it's possible. Why? Because you're going to say in halacha, you're going to leave it. Now that's a fascinating halacha that we, if you, it's a good, good uh, sukkah trivia question. If you want to know something which is possible, it's fanes, right? Everyone knows the famous Mishnah, Kulang Shemel Tfanis. It's not so poshit. Not so simple. Here's the case we have now a war which is not a puzzle. Why? Because the, the, it's it's proportion in the Mishnah and the Ritva brings it down. The Ramah, the Ramah Paskins this way. It's going to be clearly a, a problem, and that's going to be, it's going to be possible. And so even more than that, what? But didn't we have a case where there was lime on the floor and that was smelly as well? The what was that? I'm sorry. What was on the floor? There was lime on the floor of the sukkah. Right. Right. And that was also an issue. Right, because it's star. So he's saying it's it's a sim- it's a good point. It's, it's it's very good. It's similar to that. Right. The the case of where the person will get right, well the smell. They said the same thing. It's a good point. So now that's not even the tfanis. It's a good, it's a good, it's a, it's, right, it's a very good sushta. That's not even the tfanis at all, and still it's possible. You can't even make a bracha though. I mean, 
I'm the, another reason why you can't do it. You can't make a bracha in that place. Is that true? You can't make a bracha in a place, a smelly place? So it so depends what... There's, there's a big style about this. Um, depends depends if, if, if it's not a... Um, a davar mu'ufish, right? Davar mu'ufish is like something which is moldy or something wrong with it. Um, many, many, it means, let's, you know, let's say the smell of tar, right? Many, I haven't liked the smell of tar. Many people get very uh, uh, turned off from the smell of tar. Is that a problem to make a bracha there? So many akronim say no, because the only soul making a bracha is something which is, which is inherently bad, which is something which is moldy or rotten or excrement, things of that nature. But something which is naturally just doesn't smell great, it's, it's not so posh it, that it's not. It's a good, it's a good shayla. It'll be a good shayla of making a bracha, and that may be relevant also. But I saw even more than that a chiddush. Shlomo Zalman Orbach says that, and he points it out, but again, it, it goes with the same idea, and with the way Andy said it's very gishmak. He says, let's say you have mostly schach kosher, a small amount of this, but even a small amount gives a terrible smell. This is also it's possible. And again, as far as the same thing, even though we had, till now, bitol, and Bittal Baroyev, and mostly Schach Kashin override it. He says, here, Bittal Baroyev doesn't help you, because the, here's a physical fact. Physical fact of bad smell is not going to be overridden by, by, by Lom Dishadina, Bittal Baroyev. So it's very Gishmak, and it, it, the, the logic is compelling, but Lamaisa, the, the Chiddush, is very Gishmak. You can have now two cases, a case of a Defanis that Apostle, and a case of Schach Kashin overwhelming the Schach Apostle, and still it being Apostle. Like that's what Shlomo Zalman says. You have a, you have ninety percent of a schach kosher, but this ten percent is so over over overbearing the smell. It's going to pass through the whole sukkah. It's a very gishmaka chiluk, and they'll come out based on the way the Gemara comes out. What what the psalms and and thing where Andy said is very gishmaka, and even not not related at all to the um, <laughs> to the sukkah. The fact that it's there would potentially you know ruin ruin the sukkah. Like an right, it's true. There, but, 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 yeah, but, but it is clear from the Gemara over there that if it was something which was for the average person, we bothered by. It. So that was he was bothered. But let's say also sounds like a apostle, right? Having the case over there was a case only some people were bothered by, only instantness. But let's say it's something which average person is bothered by. It does sound like it's possible for the average person as well. Which that that's I think that that was from Andy's Raya that that you see that something which is beyond the tefanis or beyond the schach. Could potentially make it make it puzzle and 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 pass puzzle the sukkah. Let's see. The what? They want to say some people who are going out. Right. Right. If it's not something that you're going to go out, why can't it be bottled already? No, in the No, you're right. That's what Shlomo says in the He just says that he says, if it's bad enough, it has to it has to be bad enough that it would they, we would actually leave. But his point is that even though it's only ten percent, in other words, in Londishadinim. You'd say it's bottle. Right? If you have a small amount of mechubrischach and 90% of non-mechubrischach, it's fine. It overwhelms it. It's bottle. But here, it doesn't overwhelm it because you're right. Like you said, because it's a mitzvah thing. You're going to get, you're going to leave. So we don't care about the lumbness of it being okay. It's still going to be an inherent issue. And here it's in the place of mitzvah, if the shvitzri smells bad or not. If you hear that doesn't hold, it smells bad. It's a good shayla. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a good, it's a good shayla. It's, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we always have these type of gemaras, and it's hard, hard to know what what uh, review who the held about shiftsuri. Was he talking about just the halachas of al which is hard to hear because, like, he's telling halacha and you can use it. 
I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a good good shot exactly what what, what review is holding. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's see. Let's see a drop further. Amar of Hanan by Rava. Hani hizmi vihigi, which these are types of thorns and and thorn bushes, things of, of that of that that uh, that marshamina snare like a snare like a thorny bush. Also masachem, but you can use it for schach. Why not? Grows in the ground. Namakabotoma, no problem. Abaye says vihizmi masachin. I'm sorry, vihizmi masachin, vihigi la masachin. My timer. Kima Dinosri Terrify is since the leaves fall down and it, it's not geschmack, these these points, probably like, like a like a like a pointy type of thing. Shavaglumanafik again, you're going to leave the sukkah and run out. They're not gonna stay there because it's gonna ruin your ability to stay there. It's not Tishri going to do. Now the ritual points out over here, obviously this would only apply to the schach, wouldn't apply to the walls, because this is about falling down on top of you. The walls shedding a little bit, it's not gonna bother the average person. And the Ritfa says that would be the exact opposite of the case before. Before, it's about the smell. That would be top. That would be the side. Regardless of that, it's going to be possible. Says the Ritfa, but when dealing with something which is, the issue is falling, obviously that should only be an issue when it's falling from the top, not when it's falling from the bottom and making it, um, we're not making an issue. So you wouldn't be able to build a sukkah in a place that's not, not the sukkah, it's not the wall, but it's in a place that's well, that, that, not the right. It's a psalm of and right, it's 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 going to be like that. That was where the Gemara before, right? When he built it and was near the right the right the smelly ground, right? That was that was possible. 